This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you Thus Saith the Lord on the old Trailblazer broadcast. Our mailing address is Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But let me give you my bookstore. Uh, the Radio Bible at Bookstore telephone number you may want to call and get a catalog sent to you. It's 225-664-8658. This morning as I was preparing the old Trailblazer broadcast, I was just sitting here thinking, my mind and my heart letting it uh, meditate upon the things uh, of the Lord and goes out to those folks. Uh, my mind and my heart goes out to those folks who are uh, basing their soul salvation on some of the most shallow, light-hearted things, such as some experience, some dream, vision, or some light. I hear some of these folks giving their testimony that they saw a light over in the corner of the room and they were their body floated around like a like a, a, a mist or like an angel, they call it. No. Some even think that God speaks to them in an audible voice. Well, I hear folks saying that today. A man told me recently that God spoke to him sitting at his desk and told him to leave his job, leave his family, and join himself to some preacher and begin to preach and minister, as he called it. But I told him, I spoke kindly to him. I spoke to him, and I said, no doubt. If you heard a voice, it was the voice of Satan. No, God had not spoken to anyone on this earth in an audible voice since he closed the canon of the scriptures there at the close of the book of Revelation. Now, my friend, you better wake up. If you're hearing voices, you are uh, no doubt demon-possessed to the nth degree. Some of these uh, preachers tell you they've heard God speak to them. Uh, you better watch out. Uh, they usually... They usually uh, uh, about to get into your uh, bank account. Now, I know, my friend, I know some of these preachers. I do. And then you hear these folks uh, uh, tell us about they see uh, some sort of a, a vision or something in their bathroom window, and they account that as salvation. My friend, all of that, all of that is Tommy Rock. There's nothing to that. My friends, all of all we hear is the verbally inspired Word of God. That's what we use here. That's all we need. It speaks to our heart. This is why Satan hates it like, like he does. That's why he attacks the Bible with all the venom out of hell. Yes, I was just thinking how little importance a man puts on his soul. He'll spend much time in pleasure in his business affairs or down at the saloon but not in searching God's word folks tell me now that uh, the average person watches five six hours of television every night now that's just national statistic I didn't make that up but listen how much time are they spending reading and searching God's word are they my friend, making their calling and election sure. I'm I, I just thinking about that this morning. Lord, lay that, that uh, thought upon my heart. How little importance do our folks, mine and yours, put upon their soul salvation? Oh, if we could just cry out, wake up, friends, wake up this morning. Salvation uh, is the greatest thing that ever happened. Wake up. Eternity is drawing nigh. Wake up. The scripture says uh, it is appointed under man once to die and after that the judgment. So I was just thinking about those things this morning. It does us good to think, doesn't it? Now let's look back <clears throat> at our study there in First Peter chapter 1, and uh, now we're still in that verse 19. Peter tells us we are redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, not with silver and gold, but with the precious blood. 
that priceless blood that was shed there on Calvary. How do you describe precious, my friend? It's valuable, valuable, priceless. Uh, no, no price can be put on something that's precious. Oh, no, my friend. Folks say, don't you ever get tired of talking about the blood of Christ? No. How can a poor old sinner who's been in rebellion against God all his life and uh, run in sin, run after sin, spit, as it were, in the face of God and had his own way, denying the power of God, uh, trampling under feet the blood of Christ, and then in all of that sin and rebellion have the Lord of heaven grant him repentance, turn him from his wicked way and redeem him, and then you ask can I grow tired of, of speaking of my blessed Lord? No. No, my friend. I never get tired. Oh, my body grows weary many times. But the spirit on the inside never grows weary from speaking of our Lord or from listening to someone else speak of the Lord who shed that precious blood. It is precious blood. It is the blood of the Lamb of God. Yes, we hear the voice of God there as we read in where Christ was being baptized by John in the Jordan River. Behold, the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. Again, we hear, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. If God... The Father is pleased with Christ, then uh, why, why aren't you pleased with him, my friend? Let me ask you, are you saved? Are you a child of God? Can you look up uh, into the face of God, as it were, and say, thank you, Lord? Or are you, do you uh, crouch down because of knowing that you are like Adam and Eve, have sinned, and that the Lord has found you out? Did you know the child of God uh, doesn't have that fear? The child of God is just like an infant child, two or three-year-old toddler who comes up to his mother or his father and flops down in his lap. And uh, there's no fear there. There's no terror there. There's a, just that plain love that when the child uh, sees his mother dead, his eyes light up and he runs to him. That's what we do. That's what the child of God does. Uh, my friend, if you're uh, saved this morning, you'll agree with me. Did you know that Christ came and suffered and died for sinners like you and me? Maybe you've never seen yourself as a sinner. Maybe you don't have time to think much about your soul's welfare. Do you know that one day when you wake up in hell, you will have plenty of time to think? But then it'll be too late. It'll be too late to think then. No, you won't be meditating then. You know, they'll just be wailing and weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Oh, my friend, I tell you, this is a serious thing in the old trailblazer's heart. You weigh heavily upon me, for I know that if you're never saved, I know where you'll wind up and spend eternity. It's no joking matter to me. No, we're speaking of eternal things here. Maybe you talk about being uh, concerned about your soul. Maybe you've done all you know how to do and yet not saved. Would you just let me whisper in your ear? Would you just get quiet there in your easy chair sitting back? Would you just let me whisper in your ear? Would you look to Christ? Would you trust him?
Would you just trust him? You can. He's worthy to be trusted. He poured out his blood just for you, sinner. Just for you. I could uh, call many of your names out there in our radio audience. Many of you I know. Many of you who've written in here telling me you want to be saved. You've said to me, Pastor, I want to be saved. Would you look to Christ? There's many of you there on your sick bed. Maybe you uh, realize you'll never get up off of that sick bed. Maybe you know that you're coming down to your end of your earthly life. Would you look to Christ? You can't do anything. You're just like that paralytic that the four brought that day to the Lord. They brought this poor man. The Lord was in a building there in a home, preaching and teaching and healing. And these four men, they were friends of this man. And they put him on a cot or a small bed, as it were. And they couldn't get in the house because they were uh, blocked out by all the people. And they went up on the roof and took some of the tiles off of the roof. And they took ropes and let that man down. He was paralyzed. He was lying on his bed, helpless and hopeless. And they let that man down there in the front of our Lord where he was sitting and teaching. And he, he, he healed that man there. And I, my friend, the Lord is there today. I tell you, look to Christ. I have his sure word. He'll save you. He'll save you now. Now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. You have no time to waste. No, don't go on. No, hell from beneath is moving to meet you, but you still are living in the day of God's mercy. Uh, he shed that precious blood for me and for you. One day he gave me the call to come to Christ. One day I came to him. I had to leave all my old slop bucket back there in the hog pen. No, my friend, now we are saved from our sin, not in our sin. Listen, when the old trailbla- when the old prodigal son came to himself, he then uh, uh, he was there in the hog pen. He threw down his old slop bucket and of sin and arose and came to his father. He said, I will arise and go to my father. That's what God's word invites you to do today, my friend, to arise and come to your father. Yes, and he'll save you. Yes, he'll come to you. Uh, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Sinner, are you weary and tired trying to save yourself? Haven't you struggled long enough with sin? Haven't you uh, uh, told the Lord uh, many times uh, that you're not worthy of being saved? Have you ever thought about what awaits you at the end of life of sin, my friend? Just as a hardened criminal who has committed heinous crimes, he may escape the law for a long time, but one day, when he's least expecting it, someone will walk up and snap on the handcuffs and arrest him. And in the finality, he faces the electric chair or the uh, needle. And so it will be with a sinner who has never, uh, never come to Christ. You've broken God's law. You're a lawbreaker in the eyes of God. His wrath hangs heavy over you my friend and now you can you have no one uh, to run to except to repent and turn to Christ pleading for mercy pleading that precious blood pleading pleading that shed blood we don't see many crying out for mercy these days do we no it's just one here and one there the Holy Spirit has moved some heart has your heart ever been touched by the Spirit of God do you know anything about being awakened to your lost condition seeing yourself in need of Christ, then and only then will you flee to Christ. You must flee to the Lord, my friend, while there's mercy. The old trailblazer often made this statement in his preaching. If you cannot go back to the time and the place when you took your place as a lost sinner at the feet of Christ, you can never say 
that you are uh, saved. No, my friend. You never can say that you're saved if you've never been lost. No. Now, that's... Uh, now, that's what a lot of folks uh, out there, my friend, are doing, doesn't it? How many, not many I know, can tell you of how they were once lost and now they're found. Like old John Newton who, made, who sang that song or wrote that song, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. We hear even... Uh, ever Tom, Dick, and Harry singing that song today, played to a rock beat in a worldly sitting. Therefore, my friend, blinded. They're blinded. Uh, those individuals know nothing of amazing grace, and yet they'll uh, sacrilegiously sing amazing grace, how sweet the sound. They know nothing of where sin abounded. Grace did much more abound. Yes, as I stand at the beginning, or said at the beginning of the lesson, what shallow footing, what sandy foundation many of our folks are willing to rest upon, to rest their eternal souls upon. I wish you today would wake up before it's too late. Oh, my friends, my son, my daughters, I wish you'd wake up before it's too late. This may be the last message that you ever hear. Are you ready to meet the Lord? Oh, you say, I joined the church uh, back there many years ago, but that's not salvation. But do you know Christ today? You say, well, I live a good life. I do this and I do that. But are you trusting the Lord? Are you looking to Him day by day, night after night? Is Christ your all in all this morning? Is He real to you? As you wake up in the morning, can you say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for saving a sinner like me. Oh, my friend, it's that precious blood of Christ that makes a difference. There is no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved except the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, if I could just take you by the hand and lead you to Christ this morning, I would. I know that not many are here, but one here and one there. If you want to know the Lord, would you just turn to him? Would you write me and tell me that you're praying for me? This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to a close. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis saying, remember our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 